On this week's episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, Catherine Lavery and I talk about what it means to create your best self. Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. My name's Jake Thompson. I'm excited to have you on this brand new episode as we welcome Best Self Co co-founder Catherine Lavery to the show to talk about productivity, focus, goal setting, goal crushing, and just overall creating our best life. Before we dive into this week's show, I want you to stick around to the very end of this show after the interview to learn how you can win your very own self-journal from Best Self Co. That's right, the journal that I currently use, love, have worked with them and used them for years. I'm giving away one to you, one of you who wants to win your year to crush your goals to keep working that three yards in a cloud of dust while taking it to a new level is going to win yourself journals. So stick around to the end of this interview to find out how you can win your very own self journal. And as always, if we want to get in touch, if we want to have a conversation, if you want to reach out to us for a show recommendation, an idea for a topic that you want us to cover, a challenge you're currently facing and needing help with, shoot me an email directly to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And be sure if you have not grabbed a shirt, a tank, a hat, a gym flag, a brand new wristband, we just released a ton of new gear at competeeveryday.com and would absolutely appreciate your support. You can use the code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, that's podcast, will get you 15% off any order at competeeveryday.com. So grab a new shirt, grab a flag, grab a wristband or some stickers. We've got some new starter bundles available as well, but start the year strong, stay motivated, and support the show. Now, let's get into today's interview with my friend and fellow entrepreneur, Catherine Lavery. Catherine, welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me on. I've been excited to have this conversation. As as you well know, I am a fan and user of your products. I love it. I preach it. Uh, And then had the chance to connect with you uh, over Zoom earlier this past year. Uh, And just a fan of everything y'all have going on. And so I was excited to have you on the show today uh, talking about focus, productivity, goals, everything that we love to talk about and so often get wrong in the implementation. Uh, before yeah. we dive in, tell I, I'm curious just from your perspective, what does having your best self or being your best self look like or mean to you? So for me, so best self in general, when I first started this, it was all very like type A, got to hit all my goals achieve everything you know the thing that you're told is going to make you happy and then you get there and you're like wait a minute I thought this was supposed to be it and then so that made me like look a life differently where we you know we grow up and it's very focused on the career and like our, our financial goals and like the things that outside everyone can see and then you achieve a bit of that and you're like wait a minute this is not actually what I want so for me I think best self is really like owning your life domain, like your purpose and what you're working on as well as relationships in your life. So if you're, you know, we all hear these stories of people that are, you know, insanely rich, but then they have no close friendships or they just spent all of their time working. So for me, your best self is like, what does that look like for you? Like, what does your relationships look like? What are you working on? 
what does your life look like? Are you, you know, healthy? So there's a lot more to our best self than just like achieving our goals. I love it. I love it. Well, you have had in terms of goals, you and your company have grown tremendously over the last handful of years, but I would love to flash back and hear a little bit from you about how you and Alan came together to create Best Self Co. So we started, we actually met in an entrepreneurship group. And at the time I was an architect uh, and, I, and I also had another um, business that sold like designed goods. Essentially, I was just like, love designing products. He came from a marketing background where um, he was a marketing consultant and then he also sold boats. And um, we became accountability partners because we were in this, this, this group and essentially we would meet every Monday. And then after a few weeks, I realized like, Everyone was saying, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this. But then every week, people were coming up with excuses of why they didn't do it. And the only people actually doing anything of what they said was uh, Alan and I. Because I'm, like, super competitive as a person. So if I'm going to say I'm going to do something, I'm not coming on the call the next week and saying, oh, I didn't do it. So that's kind of how we started. And then we are just, you know, I just got super into, like, productivity and personal growth and this whole arena that I didn't know existed. And I wish that I had it years ago because I'm like how much further would I be along if I knew about you know good habits and how to plan my day effectively and all of this stuff that that's kind of where best self came from it was like all the things that help you get where you want to in life but we don't get taught at school so we learn all of this stuff and we regurgitate all this information but actual the principles that are going to make us successful is you know managing our own time like daily habits keeping up relationships, all of that stuff is actually what matters, but it's not what we get taught. So we wanted to come up with products that help people do that in, in a bite-sized way. I love that. And obviously I've benefited tremendously from that. Uh, not only just as you know, when you're running and have your hands in multiple businesses or projects, your brain can kind of be all over the place, sprinkle in a little of my ADHD and mm -hmm. focus uh, is something I've had to be very intentional about. The one thing I've appreciated about your not only business and brand, but the growth is the email content you put out is very educational. It's not just, hey, buy this product or, hey, it's time for you to buy another journal. It's here's ways, here's tips, here's how people in the community are using our products. You've done a really cool story of telling that picture, which obviously helps us create ideas on ways we can implement and create our best life. But one of the things I find most fascinating about you and Alan's work is how the brand and business has continued to evolve beyond just the self journal, which is how I first came to know you and, and use the products. But now you've started building out all these other pieces to it to where it's almost a well-rounded uh, experience for the user. And so I'd love to hear some of the inspirations behind that because you are a builder. You love to create things and where you started seeing this thing go beyond maybe that initial idea when y'all started building the company? Yeah, so um, I think sort of what I was saying about, you know, we all target these things in our life. You know, we were hitting all these business goals. So we won the, the Shopify contest and we're hanging out with Tony Robbins and we're getting ring this New York, New York, um, oh my God, the stock exchange belt. Yep. How could I forget? So we're hitting all these like, things that on the outside look amazing but at the time I was like getting divorced and so I was just feeling like inside miserable and so there's a lot of things that were like wait a minute this is like 
we've done one part of your best self. So we focused on like goal setting and, you know, getting to where you want to go and like habits, but that didn't really expand out into our life. So what am I doing it with my relationship to make sure that um, I'm focused on that and like feeding it and not just giving it this um, like leftover time. So I read this book, Indistractable by Nir Eyal, and he talks about making things or people the residual benefactor, which is when a company uh, goes bankrupt and they have nothing left, the creditors come in and they take everything and then whatever is left is given to the residual benefactor, which is usually like the chump that gets nothing. Yeah. And so how much in our life, whether we're not, not focusing on our relationships, on our health, we're making them residual benefactors. So with Best Self, it started with, okay, work and you know, very like type A performance. And then what should we be doing in other areas? So that kind of became like my personal exploration and things that I was doing that started the rest of the product. So one of the ones we came out with was the courage over comfort challenge. And that came from, you know, after like, I'm kind of starting this new part of chapter of my life and, you know, everyone's like, go on the dating apps and all this stuff. And you know, you do that and you're like, I'm just really just trying to fill a void with like random things that aren't meaningful. <laughs> and so rather than do that, I, I wrote a hundred things that would take me outside my comfort zone and completely like be different than what I would usually do. And then every day I was like, okay, I have to do one of these things so that it was kind of getting me outside my comfort zone, starting a new personal part of my life that I didn't have before. And that sort of, um, ended up becoming a product, but it really started from me personally doing it. Well, and, and you can see as you're looking at the products, because the discovery decks I love, like the icebreaker and, and the writer's uh, wordsmith one. And the one I found interesting was the intimacy one for building intimate relationships and the questions and things you ask. And, and so I was curious from that personal perspective, if it was truly like, Ooh, this is something I need to grow or learn and develop. How, can I then obviously help others do the same? Looking back now, it's probably been a, a little bit of a whirlwind five years for you as, as quickly as y'all have grown and succeeded. What do you think's changed most about you in the last five years? So I think when you first start in business, you're doing everything yourself, like just running and not stopping. And so you have to wear a lot of hats and whenever you start growing and bring people on is it's difficult to delegate and like give up ownership over things because when you do it you know what it's going to get done it's going to get done to your standards and so that's probably one of the most difficult thing is just delegating at work but then there's so much to do that uh i i love being creative and working on product but i also have another role so it's really trying to figure out where i I'm the most valuable to the company and then how I can do more of that. I love it. Are you familiar with Mike McCallowitz's book clockwork? I have not heard of that one actually. So Mike, I learned of Mike's work years ago when he wrote profit first and all completely different spin on I how read this profit first that I've met Mike. I didn't know about that book. Yeah. So clockwork's his newest one. And the way I learned about it is, um, Adrian Dorison works with him on it. Adrian has been a friend of mine. 
but it's all about that one thing you just talked about of how do we become better delegators? And, and Mike does a beautiful job of illustrating how your business is like a beehive and, and you've got to protect the queen bee's role. If you're the writer or speaker, like everyone's job should support you so that you're writing and speaking. If you're better at creating something, this is what you need to do. And so it's a fascinating read from a growth perspective that made me think of that, that I would highly encourage you or anyone mm -hmm. listening that, that is like, had not as good as delegating. I, I need to do this stuff, but I'm much better suited here because that's a struggle I've had as well and, and completely understand the growing pains of that. One of the things I'm curious about from your experience, because we are right now, we're uh, airing or recording this toward the end of January. This is airing early February. Most people have given up on their New Year's goals by now. They've kind of checked mm -hmm. out. They've, they've either set them too big, too vague, or they've lacked a plan. What is the one thing that you think the journal does really well at helping people from a goal process and achievement standpoint? So I think the reason that people like New Year's resolutions are forgotten, they're either not set or they're forgotten is because they it's this like huge thing that they don't actually break down. And I think that's really difficult because you go, you either set a goal that's not really a, a big goal. It's just something and it's not, specific so it's like oh i want to lose weight right that's a goal i've heard and it's like oh if you lost half a pound then technically you would have hit your goal but that's not actually what you wanted and it, it's not going to motivate you to do anything about it so it, there's no motivation you don't know why you're doing it and it's not specific and so i think setting super specific goals and then going further and being like what are the are the steps that are going to get you there so what are like the small things so one of mine is like a losing body fat this year. And so specifically, I have to close the activity rings on my Apple Watch every single day and I share it with people can see it. And just like having a daily thing that I have to hit and making it a non-negotiable that will, that leads to the bigger goal. But what's the small thing that you can do every day and how do you stay accountable? Love it. I love it. And I'm assuming that also you doing that stepping out also ties into the, the offline uh, non-physical products that y'all offer as well from the accountability group and the monthly challenges. Uh, tell everyone listening a little bit about that because we've gotten big at compete every day into challenges the last handful of months from a physical sense. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love the idea of, of your accountability program as well as the emails and programs you've done around courage over comfort. Um, what's kind of on the horizon, I would say for 2020 for people to look out for and tell us a little bit about those programs. Yeah. So we, we do these like 30 day momentum challenges, which it's just one small thing every day to, to create momentum. So it started with the courage over comfort, which again came from a personal thing that, that I did and it worked so well. And when I did it, I actually had a private Facebook group. Facebook group and I invited some friends and they also did it. And so we were just like sharing wins. And so I wanted to create the same sort of thing because um, a community based, everyone trying to do the same thing, it just feels achievable. So we had that, we had, had the intimacy momentum challenge. So it was just like very small little steps to get you closer to your partner. Um, we have one that I'm working on, which is just about saving time because I realized there's a bunch of like hacks and things that I do on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis that I just don't even really think about. And then I, I meet someone, I show them something and they're like, Oh my God, that saved me so much time. And so all this time compounds on each, you know, on itself. So if you save 
an hour a week, that's an hour where you can do something more. So, you know, our, basically time is the currency of all of our lives and how we, we can translate or convert it into anything we want, like more money or more time with our kids or whatever that looks like for you. So I want to figure out how to just these bite-sized pieces of content to give people more time back in their life. So that's uh, one of the things coming up. The accountability uh, club was we have a, we hired a coach and she works with everyone one-to-one, -one, figures out what their goal is. Um, there's a Slack group, there's um, weekly check-ins and monthly group calls. And that way, you know, people, they have a, a community of people that were, you know, working on a goal. Uh, again, it's like where Alan and I started, like accountability of knowing that you said you're going to do something and just showing up um, is a huge kind of, just, it's like huge, um, what's the word, like staple for you to have to show up and say, oh, I didn't get this done. So I'm a big believer in just public accountability for things. Yeah. And, and being known as the type of person who shows up. Yeah. Like I think is, commit, committing to anything, like fully committing, don't commit to a goal that you don't really want, or you're not sure why you want it. Cause if you don't know why you want it, then you're not actually going to do it. That's right. That's right. It's going to get a little bit of a challenge. You're going to check out because you don't know why you're doing it in the first place. There's not that big reason either. One of the things along this line that I would be curious about is we have a lot of type A's that listen to this show. And for a lot of us, we don't feel like we're getting enough done. We mm -hmm. feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting enough out of my day. And, and part of that could be a mismanagement of our time during the day. Part of that could be just the comparison of seeing other people on social media. What do you, as, as someone that had that type A personality from a career standpoint, and, and now you're so well-rounded in terms of focus. Well, I, I don't figure that's going away, but you've, you've intentionally put in the work to be more well-rounded in the things you're creating for your best life and, as part of this organization. What are the things you've done or trained yourself to do to battle those feelings of, I should be doing more, I'm not doing enough, that we all kind of can get? So I think a big part of that is, um, it's usually well, how, when I felt like that, it's be, just being on social media, like everyone's putting out the highlight reel of what's going on. But I also think that, um, sometimes you don't realize how much you, you get done in a day. So for me, I've started writing down as I do things, not, not like a to-do list I check off. It's like, I will write down everything that I do in a day. And then at the end of the day, you're like, wow, I got a lot done. Whereas time will kind of slip by and we don't even realize that we're doing things sometimes. So I think starting to write down what we're doing and book things in ahead of time. So if you want to go to the gym or if you want to, um, depending on what, where, to, like for me on my calendar, I have like colors according to what I'm doing. So I have like a yeah, yellow is social and green is going to the gym or doing something healthy. And I can look at my calendar and be like, okay, it's all work, you know? And so I think really looking at it and like categorizing, like what type of person you want to be or, or what, where you want to be spending your time and make sure that your calendar reflects your priorities, because if it's not in there, then chances are, you know, you're not doing what you want to do. And also just like keeping a calendar and keeping a, like some sort of planning of your time. I think people sometimes are like, oh, I don't want to keep a planner that's, you know, silly, blah, blah, blah. But it's a really great way to protect your time. You know, people spend hundreds or thousands of dollars 
protecting protecting their stuff or getting insurance or like getting a car like a house alarm and all I, I have the same stuff but how many of us actually protect our time in the same in the same way that we'll never get back again so i think just like starting to be more intentional with your time and trying to set up guardrails where you can and then you know book things ahead of time so like book dinner i think andrew warner talked about this he's like i always always have a ticket and what he meant by that is like in the evening to make himself stop working he would plan something like a dinner or whatever because it would have to make him like know that he has an end point that's genius and it works it's like okay i have to get all the stuff done before i go out otherwise well, it will just last you know it's like parkinson's law it'll just take as long as you give it that's right i was about to say and you find that you know if you've got that crunch deadline you've got 20 minutes to get through some of your stuff on your inbox you're like man i'm cranking through getting this stuff handled whereas some days it's like three hours you don't get nearly as much done oh well i i appreciate that and and hearing that feedback and i know our listeners do as well because it's it's encouraging to have those things what can we try what's working for me do I need that ticket? Do I need to review my calendar? One of the things I wanted to kind of wrap up today talking about is some of your personal goals for 2020, which I loved seeing on Instagram. And one of them was reading 38 books. You're going to be crushing three a month. So I'm curious what you read in January and what's on the docket for February. So I read two fiction books. I'm on the third and I read uh, Ultra Learning and I started scaling up, which I read a couple of years ago, but I wasn't ready for it. So I'm rereading it. So are you mixing? How are you planning? Are you doing one to two fiction and one to two business per month? Or is it just like I, I have a list? I just I have a list. I have a list and notion of the books that I want to read. And then right now I have the first three picked out. And then I'm just going to go according to like what I need at that time. Love it. I love it. I, I, most of my January was a fiction book and I'm like, I've, I need a couple of business ones now. Well, I like to read fiction at, at nighttime yeah. and then I read anything else in the morning or during the day because by the time I, you know, if I'm going to sleep, I, last thing I want to do is get my mind running with ideas. So <laughs> I need to like shut down. You sound we very much alike. I actually had to institute a rule with my wife, which she's not a huge fan of, but I'm like, we can't have Shark Tank or the Prophet on in the bedroom at night. Like, I don't want to like try to go to sleep and hear them talking about marketing. And I'm like, what? I'm awake. Oh, yeah. let's talk this. So business books, I'm the same. I can't do them at night. My brain just starts running and then I don't end up sleeping. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Kevin, this has been absolutely a blast for our listeners that have been tuning in stay tuned until after this i'm giving away one of the self journals to one of you lucky listeners so find out how you can win it but before we go Catherine, tell us where we can get connected with you and your team find out more grab our own journal uh intimacy challenge courage over comfort challenge and all the other amazing stuff that helps us compete for our best life well you can find us at bestself.co um, I'll even put a discount code. So it'll be like compete, which will be going until mid February. So if you want anything, there'll be a discount on there. Um, and I'm on my, my Instagram's just my name, Catherine Lavery. Uh, and yeah, that's where you can find everything and excited to see some of your crew. Awesome. Thanks for having or hanging out today, I should say. And we will absolutely be sending them your way. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. 
And I know you're still sticking around because you want to win a brand new self journal from Best Self Code. So here's what you have to do to be eligible for our free giveaway. You have to do three things and I'm gonna select a random winner to, and send them a very own self journal so that they can crush their goals this year. The first thing you have to do is go on Instagram and follow Best Self Co. That's B-E-S-T-S-E-L-F-C-O. You wanna follow bestself.co. Bonus points if you follow Catherine as well. Her Instagram is Catherine, C-A-T-H-R-Y-N dot Lavery, L-A-V-E-R-Y. That's Catherine dot Lavery. Follow her for bonus points. So first thing we're going to do is follow bestself.co. Second thing you're going to do, you got to follow me. If you're going to be listening to the show, if we're going to hang out every week, I would love for you to follow me on Instagram. So you will find me at Jake Thompson Speaks. That's Jake Thompson Speaks is my Instagram handle. And finally, the first thing you have to do is follow Best Self. The second thing you have to do is follow me on Instagram. The third thing you have to do is send either a DM to me or an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com telling me the one goal that you want to crush over the next three to four months and Best Self is going to help you do that. So tell me what goal you have your eyes set on, what thing you want to achieve over the next quarter and we will consider sending you one of the self journal giveaways that we've got. So let's recap, follow Best Self. Follow Jake Thompson Speaks, both on Instagram and bonus points if you follow Catherine. And then third, you're either going to DM me on Instagram or you're going to send an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com with the one goal you're setting out to crush over the next quarter so that we can get a self-journal in your hands to help you create that daily plan to get there. That's how someone's going to win their own self-journal. That's how they're going to level up. And always, if you don't win, that doesn't mean you shouldn't check out bestself.co because Catherine has graciously shared the discount code COMPETE through the end of February. Get a discount on any of the products at bestself.co. I love the journal. I use it. I have one of the posters on my wall. I can't say enough great things about this company. So check out bestself.co. Use the code COMPETE. And be sure to do those three things to be eligible to win your very own self-journal. Until next time, competitors, stay focused, stay hungry, keep working, keep competing every single day to win your work, your workouts, and your life. My name's Jake Thompson. I'll see you next week.